I think dating is not a time for intimacy. It's a time for investigation. That's what I believe. And uh, I'm never going to say, like, don't read the Bible or don't do. No, you read the Bible together. But but when you're dating, that is the time to, to, to really figure out, hey, can I live with this joke? Paper Room, what's good? 2024. Wow, we made it. I'm so excited. This is year three, I think, right? We started in 2022. Yeah. Like at the tail end, I think. But that's two years. Yeah. This is 24. I don't know how math works. But we're here, episode 38. Man, yeah. I love it. We keep climbing. Um, episode 38, I will say someone on this uh, panel or host is 38 years old. I won't say who. Dang, Isha. Uh, but yeah, y'all got to figure that one out yourself. Uh, but we're here, episode 38. <laughs> Uh, and in 2024, uh, excited for this year of Paper Room. We made it. Uh, ready for the Spotify wrapped at the end of the year. So hopefully we put out some good content. Hey, uh, for we were all in to consume. Uh, six countries. That's what it said on Spotify. Six countries. So that's a blessing. If you're listening from a different country, we love you. Uh, amen. Let's go on tour. That'd be great. Actually, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, we don't have no money for that. But here we go. Uh, <laughs> podcast vision. Just to remind just like you of what adult. we're doing. Um, and, and why we're doing this. Uh, I love the young adult age. Um, it, it's just, it's a crazy time. Like that, like 10 year window uh, or like 11 year window, you know, you're trying to figure out so much of your life. You're making a lot of major and big decisions, uh, who to marry, who to date, where to go to school, what to study, what job to pursue. Hopefully your job matches your degree, but it probably won't. Uh, but man, so much. And so we want to just kind of guide you in that moment, right? Uh, like one thing that we started to say with young adults is that we want to journey with you. And so you're not alone in making these major decisions. No. Uh, hopefully part of these conversations can help you in that. Uh, but not just help you make decisions, but most importantly, help you stay faithful in your relationship yeah. with Jesus uh, as you're navigating the craziness of life. And that's so the key. That's what Paper Room is all about. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, go check out other episodes if you haven't yet. Uh, but excited for today. Before we get into today's uh, episode content, uh, we're going to just do a segment called Advice. Okay. All right. So we're going to just drop some advice. Uh, as Did we you introduce us already? Oh, not yet. Pastor Nick. Hey. If you're watching, wearing the Saints Together hoodie. Man, I yes. love that. That was a, one of my favorite hoodies. It was uh, one of my favorite series. Yeah, it was so fun. Uh, we got Isha McGee. What's up? Yeah. as I like to say. Uh, Miss Runner. Um, <laughs> she is the runner of the, boot, she uh, the bunch. And we are your uh, just your paper room host. My name is Danny, a young adult pastor here. And so I love what we get to do. Uh, and I love that I get to do it with you guys as well. Uh, so a segment called Advice, um, you know, it's a new year, 2024, um, and a lot of people in the beginning of the year, uh, they set goals, they set resolutions, uh, 98% of y'all probably already failed in those goals, including myself, <laughs> amen. Well, that's um, why I ain't starting mine in February. That's right. February 1st is when it starts. Yeah. Uh, and so just advice. Let's do a couple of like kind of quick pop questions. Uh, one, uh, what's some advice y'all would give to somebody who... Uh, just to continue on in your goals or resolutions, right? To maybe not give up, to not stop doing what you maybe set yourself up to do. Uh, so what's some advice you would give to continue on uh, as you go out through the year of your resolutions? Uh, what's some uh, resolutions you think people should set? Like maybe that's going to be a cool one. Uh, and maybe what are some goals or resolutions that you guys have for yourself? Mm. We'd love to hear nice. kind of those three thoughts. Advice. Um, I feel like I've shared this before, but... I would always like get really discouraged if I couldn't hit my goals. Mm. Like, so then I was just kind of like, what do I do? You know, like I'm going to write everything down and get really excited. And then if I don't get something, then I feel like I'm a failure. Right. Uh, so something I did differently this year, which kind of tied into our sermon series on Sundays, um, that the Pastor Chris mentioned, yeah. um, is not to think of it as a resolution. Mm -hmm. Like 
I don't know how that lined up. That was all God. It was like before the series started, I was already starting to think like, this is just life. Like, I just want my life to look like this. Mm. I don't, I'm not even going to put the word goal in there. Not even going to think of it as resolution. That's I good. just want to start doing this for my life, for my future, not just for the year. So mm. um, then, he, you know, he tied that into his message, I think, on that first Sunday of the series um, to create rhythms of life mm -hmm. and not just resolutions. So. Well um that's what's helping me i feel way more successful i know it's still january right but i feel like it's just free like yeah. i feel free you know to accomplish what i set forth you, know? you also uh you're doing like a i thought was interesting like a bible reading plan uh can yes. you explain that to us real quick yeah so i i just wanted something fresh something different that i've never done before in reading the bible which was to just read it backwards. So I'm not. <laughs> I love it. So, but let me clarify. You I'm should. not like starting in the map. Like, I, no, 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 <laughs> the glossary. I see the glossary every day now when I flip. So I'm not like reading the book backwards by page backwards. Right, we get it. But you start starting in Revelation. Revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I've never even read the full book of Revelation Which, either. I, that's why I but thought you, that was... So, like, you didn't start at Amen. You started right, at yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Which is cool because a lot of people, you know, you you set a goal, read the Bible in a year, but then, you know, you get to Deuteronomy and you start... I'm like, you know, I've done that before. I tried it before. Yeah. So, let me that, just That's actually neat. Yeah. But if you read it backwards, like, backwards literally you like amen crazy and that'd be hard yeah. in the beginning God. and <laughs> be some encrypted all the there. books at the end are really short oh yeah so it's perfect for getting your rhythm going mm. which is so much easier for that's me that's you good. know i don't know if i'm so you have some anything, endurance but... when you get the joke yeah yeah <laughs> i'm i'm so excited i'm happy i'm really yeah, enjoying Jens it is mad long man. yeah uh, and i'm in job right now so i'm like god you're doing hey. the bible uh chronologically i'm doing the bible chronologically nice. yeah and so i don't i don't um I read through the Bible every year, but not chronologically. Mm -hmm. I do that, you know, every two years or so. I think the last time I did it was two years ago. Yes. Um, but I'm trying to do that this year. Cool. Yeah, I do the same Bible New Year plan. I I found it like four or five years ago, and I just I just like it, so I just stick with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a rhythms person, so I just kind of stick with what I do. And every now and then I'll change it up by reading a different version of the Bible, but uh, I really like like this plan. Um, and so yeah, so those are some of the. So I like I love what you said. Rhythms over resolutions. You just want this to be your way of life, mm -hmm. uh, more than trying to like like nail down some checklists. Um, and so what's some advice that you would give to somebody who who's maybe at this point they already set some resolutions or goals. Uh, and maybe they're kind of struggling in that, whether it's a spiritual goal, a Bible reading, or maybe it's a physical goal or something like that. Like what some advice that you give to, to our listeners? I would say adjust it. Like there's not, there's word. no rule that says you have to stick to the pencil that you wrote in your book, or maybe it was pen or Sharpie even like change pencil. it, like, adjust I it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, there's we no scripture that says like, of course, let your yes mean yes, yet your no, let your no mean no. But if something's not working for your schedule, for your family, like for your your school semester, you know, like then adjust it, make it a little bit more realistic for you if it's not working. And yeah. then when you get your rhythm in that, adjust it again. Love like, it. 
There's mm-hmm. actually a great book. Uh, Pastor Chris had us read it uh, called Canoe in the Mountains. Oh, yeah. Uh, by a guy named Todd Bolsinger. And uh, the idea is a story of um, the um, Lewis and Clark, Lewis and Clark uh, journeying across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they're straight up in a canoe and they think they can get all the way across. But then they come up across the Rocky Mountains. Yep. Um, and they had to adjust their plans. So, like, what do we do now? Uh, so a great book on leadership. But, cool. um, but anyway, highly recommend great that book. read. Uh, one of my favorites so far. Uh, any goals, rhythms for you that you have in your life? Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I have a few goals, but some advice. Uh, I'm starting the year, you know, not going for anything. I'm I'm starting the year going without. So, mm. um, because a lot, I'm I've you know thought like what keeps me from reaching my goals, and mm. so I'm. I'm just trying to flip that. Well, let me let me start the year not going for anything but eliminating. That's good. Stuff. That's mm. good. That's so it's good. almost like your Bible in reverse, just trying yeah. to yeah. just something fresh, reverse yeah. it. Because oftentimes, you know, I start the year, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do, I'm going to go for mm-hmm. this, 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 and this. Well, you know, I get distracted like other people. So I say, well, Nick, let's figure out what can you go without? Mm. That's let's really do cool. that. And so uh, starting this year on a fast and, you know, to get my spirit prepared by going without, of course, pursuing God. But that's that's what I'm doing. Right. This so so first quarter I'm going without. I love it. That's good. Um, Great, man. That's interesting stuff. Um, Yeah, I think for me. um, Yeah, I I love your advice on on being willing to adjust. um, And and that's what helps sets rhythms more than just trying to follow a set of rules. Uh, but yeah, my encouragement is, is practice accountability. If you have goals, you have rhythms, you have mm. a resolution you want to yeah. pursue, uh, share that with somebody mm. and then have, have them be accountable yeah. to you. And, uh, just so they can like check up on you, see how you're doing and, uh, give you some motivation along the way as well. And so I would definitely find, um, find that. And that's something that I've kind of done recently with, uh, even with getting in the word, uh, is I love reading the Bible with people through the Bible app. And so it's like, all right, let's read the Bible together. And so mm. that way we practice some accountability. And uh, it's just been cool to see some encouragement that people have uh, just reached out and said, like, hey, like, thanks for doing this. And so this is, you know, what I've kind of gotten out of it. And so uh, practice accountability in your goals or resolutions. That's my big advice piece for you. Um, and my other goal for accountability is this year I'm going to do what you did last year. I'm going to run a half marathon. Let's go. Nice. I don't know if it's going to happen. That's awesome. But I'm going to try. <laughs> have you picked the half marathon you want? It'll so probably be like in December because I'm not ready yet. So. <laughs> Well, it helps a lot when you pick it. I know, right? Yeah, because yeah. then you like, you, like you, it's you required you to go. Yeah. Do you want to run in the but, cold though? Like in December, it's cold. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, Lord, maybe happened. like August. Cold is easy. Yeah. It cold is cold Depends is easy cold. because is once right you're warmed up, you're good. I don't know. I mm-hmm. I feel like my lungs burn more yeah. in the cold. Well, maybe because I'm out of shape. It, and it's gonna be one somewhere else: San Antonio, Houston, Austin. Not here. You know, I just want to go run somewhere that might be fun. Maybe or like November. You know, San Diego. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try to run a half marathon this year. We'll see what's up. I ran two miles the other day on treadmill, and uh, it was there you tough. Go. Um, but you got to start somewhere. All right, so for today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about the topic of spiritual intimacy. Okay. Uh, which I think is going to be great. That sounds so deep. I know, it sounds so <laughs> deep. And you're like, what is this? Yeah. Um, but but I think you're going to be uh, really intrigued as we kind of lay it out. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, I got an opportunity to speak at a college conference. Okay. Uh, and, and they asked me to do a session on dating well. And so okay. uh, the session was awesome. Uh, I picked your brain a lot with the uh, Nick's Nine Rules of Dating, mm-hmm. which if you've never heard that, you got to hear that. You should. I, I was thinking when I, when I thought about this, we should just do like a standalone 
random episode where you just give your nine rules and then we oh, just post cool. it on cool, uh, yeah. you know on, on paper room. We could do that. So we'll, we'll do, do that, that in yeah. February. And then do it live as well, uh yeah. on a on a YA session. Uh but so took some of those ideas, just some ideas that and thoughts I've had throughout. And so I, I told him at the conference, like, hey, when you go to a conference, it's a lot of content like intake, right? And so you're just listening to a lot of people, a lot of a lot of information. And so I was like, I'm gonna give you information, but I also want to like, let's just open up the room for questions. I want to know like, what questions do you guys have? Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, when you do that, you kind of don't know what to expect. Uh, <laughs> so you just hope that you're just ready for whatever. Uh, and so when I did that, uh, you know, I gave the session content, opened up for questions, uh, and, and the breakout was like mad packed. Like, can I actually like, like, what was the wildest question you got though before uh, we get into our stuff? Like, did, was something like, man, I should not have opened this up like mm. this? Uh, well, one of the questions was, uh, um. I forgot how they specifically worded it, but they're like, like, does age matter? And I was like, I mean, is cap. it legal? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it matters. That was my first response. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Um, and so, and, and so, all of these students are like, uh, one, like, you're going to a conference, like, in you know, when you're on school break, and so the vibe of the of the audience, I felt, was very like, like these people love Jesus. Um, kind of was my thought. So like, they're pursuing Jesus. They committed, which then kind of went to where like the content then went forward. Uh, and so, uh, but it was funny cause they put me in a room, uh, with 16 chairs and there was about 56 people in the room. Let's and go. So it was tiny, uh, but it was packed out. Take it was the roof chaotic. Off. Everybody I needs help it. dating. Take uh, the roof off. And they're like, I didn't know that many people want to talk about dating. And I was like a bunch of single college students. Like, yeah, they want to talk uh -huh. about dating. Um, but the, the theme that was kind of the predominant theme of, of the Q and A was spiritual intimacy. Like, like what spiritual discipline things are okay to do in a dating setting. So interesting. Um, and that's what people wanted to know. Like, is it okay to like pray not for my significant other, but with them? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I want to talk about that. I think that'd be huge for us, uh, for our young adults who maybe you're dating somebody, um, or maybe you're single right now. And, and, and I did say this in my opinion, because when I think about the reality and value of marriage, like just because you're dating someone, in my opinion, like you're still single because you're not married. Right? Come on, Reverend. And so it's a little like, so I use that term singleness in, in the sense of you're not married. Yeah, right? If you're not married, you're yeah, single. You're not, you're single. Yeah. Because you're still not with your spouse yet. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but you might be, you know, dating someone for two years and, and you got that, you know, promise ring and all that stuff. And that's mm -hmm. great. Right. Yeah. But you're still not married. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's a difference. Uh, so. So that's what I want to talk about. Like, I want to talk about uh, and just throw out some thoughts and uh, advice. And and the interesting thing is, like, the Bible doesn't say a whole lot about dating, right? It doesn't. Um, but what it does say a whole lot about is what it means to be a follower of Jesus, right? Yeah. To 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 live worthy of the calling that you have been called in the gospel. Um, and there's a lot about marriage, right? Uh, like, so much beautiful reality about marriage, how God instituted it and designed it, uh, how husbands are to, you know, love their their wives like Christ loved the church. Uh, but what do, what do boyfriends do, right? <laughs> so what does that look like, right? Um, and so so there's a lot of interesting things I think we can go uh, with this topic. Uh, but so just kind of starting off with this generalized question, uh, should a dating couple pursue spiritual disciplines together? Spiritual disciplines like reading the Bible, praying, like anything in that world, like something that you would do to grow closer to God. Uh, should a dating couple do that together? Mm -hmm. Let's just get started. What do you think, Nick? I want to know. I want to hear what you think. Yeah, I want to know what I think. This is what I think. I think dating is not a time for intimacy. Mm. It's a time for investigation. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. And uh, I'm never going to say like, don't read the Bible or don't do. No, you read the Bible together. But but when you're dating, that is the time to 
to to really figure out, hey, can I live with this joker? You know what I mean? What are your values? What are, you know, there there are people who are well versed in the word and you know, don't know how to pick up behind themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah. like and so I I just I just feel like um the spiritual disciplines that you need to pursue um pursue them pursue them individually mm. before you you know mm. because you're still being molded you you know yeah. I, I do think that there's a thing of trying to be too much of one flesh before you're actually mm-hmm. one flesh mm-hmm. and uh i'm just a little i'm just a little leery about that now with that being said like if you're dating okay does the person uh enjoy the word you know i enjoy the word my wife enjoys the word. We don't necessarily enjoy the word at the same level, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Never, never have. Um, you, as, as a matter of fact, transparently, there there was a time when, you know, I I feel like uh, early on, like I came across a little too strong. You know, you know, I was in ministry and or navigating that or figuring that out, mm-hmm. and so that's you know, I'm I'm not talking about that. like this when we dating. Right. Mm-hmm. Not married, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think sometimes, you know, dating is never a time for intimacy. It's a time mm-hmm. for investigation. That's good. That's so. good. Oof. I think, in my opinion. Which, that's what it is. Like, yeah. there's not a whole lot. Right. Of, there's no Bible right. on this. Sure. So it's like, and, we're just skipping And through thoughts. my experience, you know, because right. I had... I didn't I didn't really have this question but I had the f- the feeling you know like everyone has their convictions about how things should go about by the way that you read the word and your understanding of of God and what he wants for your life right um I think it's really special to have your quiet time at the same time not all the time so if you go out for coffee you're like hey let's just uh do our, our quiet time together we haven't done it yet it's the weekend it's a saturday let's go to the let's go to the coffee shop but you're not doing that all the time because i think two things can happen when you're reading the bible together one it becomes really easy for that to become your only time of mm. of growing in god's word um because it's a schedule thing maybe it's like an everyday thing uh even if it's a devo a devotional um i think that if it's a routine, it can steep into like, well, that's it. I'm good for the day. And then it's it's only with that person. So mm. then when, if something happens, um, your relationship with God is tethered to that person. That's very good yeah. what you just said. Right. And then another thing that can happen. Um, I forgot the second thing. Um, well, let's go back to that piece. Uh, why you th- Maybe this will help bring it back to okay. you but I, but I love what you said because you know we could pursue uh uh reading the scripture or praying together and and my only connection to that could mm-hmm. be you so. I remember what I was gonna say oh, there you <laughs> yeah go. thank See. you um the second thing is is because it is intimate you know when you're reading God's word um so if you're doing that together you're building a spiritual bond right. that is not supposed to be there until you get married. Um, but even like you said, when you do get married, it's not it's not always going to be the same. Like we're con- we're constantly kind of yes, we're running the race at the same pace. But sometimes somebody gets winded and then they have a dry season, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so you're 
if if that happens and you're like, well, we need to read the Bible together, there's going to be friction and conflict and it just creates a lot of, I don't know, like un unnecessary, I think, um, hesitation to God's word when it's it's you and him right. alone. You know, you never know what happens in marriage either. Yes, you're one flesh, but um, if you have your rock, you know, your solid foundation with the Lord, um, then... Prayer, same thing with prayer, I think. Um, it is spiritually bonding um, to do that together. Yeah. And I think you could pray. I mean, like, I think you could pray to, like, so say if you're dating somebody, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. If, if you're dating somebody and, you know, you guys are having talks about taking that next step, I think it's I think it's helpful to say, hey, let's enter into a season of prayer about this mm -hmm. together. Yeah, yeah. I think that's cool. When you, when you say praying together, are you saying like physically praying together or they're like praying about this thing? I think you could sense? I think you could pray physically together and yeah. each other, but also you need to do it individually. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I love what Isha said about your discipline being tethered to the other person. Yeah. Because sometimes that happens yeah you know it's it's hard because with so much of this conversation uh people just want like like clear-cut like how to do this yeah. and, and it's so scenario based even um and, and there's some thoughts i have that i want to kind of bring up but 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 one of them uh just with the whole like tethered together idea uh you are creating that spiritual bond so it's uh, my big advice is always just like be slow in the process like don't try to rush to anything um, and for whatever reason, like in the Christian world, it's just so cool for like a couple to get together and do these sort of things. Uh, and, and so I'd love to know, like, uh, like from a girl's perspective, you don't mind answering this. Um, I, I almost feel like, um, that, and I could be way wrong about this, but the girl is the one to kind of maybe want to do these things because they're like, like thinking of like, man, I really want this boy in my life to be this spiritual person. So let's get in the I world together. I was about to And, and so like, like that. why... Why is that a thing? <laughs> First off, <laughs> uh, and, and is it like like something that you like that girls really desire? Okay, so let me be honest about this. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes we 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 want to take ownership of our of our um, calling to be a helper. Ah, and there's a, an twos. underlying sense sometimes, not all the time, and not for everybody, an underlying sense of control that we want Whoa. to have in helping. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes, and I've this is a lesson I have learned in marriage, okay? This is in marriage. Um, but you, you do want to help. The intention is there. Like, I want to help you, you know, grow in your faith, whatever. Um, but it's really, you're trying to be the Holy Spirit. Oh, wow. And this was a hard lesson, you know, and... and in learning, like, it's not my job to convict the person I'm dating right. or the person that I'm engaged to or the person I'm even married to. That is the Holy Spirit's job. Preach. If somebody's not reading, it is, of course, I can help in sure. small, subtle ways, Encourage. but not in a way that's, um, you know, constantly initiating did you read today? Like, accountability partners in right. reading God's word. And so if you learned that in marriage, how much more in dating sure, do yeah. you not need right. to? It's know. like the whole uh, what like the the trend right now with like stereotypes of dating is like yeah we're we're a Christian couple of course we're getting the Bible yeah. together right um, yeah. and so so you want to be careful with that uh, so that's why like my thought is, is be slow my other thing is like what's the motivation behind it mm -hmm. like I think because I think in some settings like for the guy or the girl like you want to show like like we're that like Christian couple another thing and I, I'm together. not a girl at all right. 
But what I've heard from uh, young ladies and, you know, shepherding young adults, mm-hmm. you know, for a decade, what I've heard young ladies also say is, you know, because they desire to have a godly marriage, yeah. when they're dating, they want a guy that will lead them spiritually. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's another part of it. That's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Now, it, but here's the thing. If a guy is not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead him mm-hmm. without you. Right. That's good. You know, he's not going he's yeah. not going to lead you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's why it's important that I love that you said that. Don't try to some don't try to pursue these spiritual disciplines as a way to gauge whether or not this guy yes, is going that's to not be the able way to, to spiritually yeah. lead you. That's not that's not how to do it. Also, I it's it, oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, I was just gonna say it's way more um it's way more attractive and and like like obvious that when somebody's they they, following God when they're doing yeah, it on their yeah. own. Like uh, young adults, uh, uh, you know, I did this for a decade. I knew the jokers that were just coming for the girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of I course. knew it. You could yeah. tell it. You could smell it. I mean, we preach Jesus to them and I'm glad they're here. But I could tell our young ladies were, you know, engaging in missionary dating. Mm-hmm. You know, they were trying to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but but you know it's just funny. Like I remember uh, early on, I was in college and in ministry, and I I remember, um, you know, my first few times uh, preaching, my first few opportunities preaching, and uh, I remember Nikki saying uh, she and she we would laugh, we laugh about it now, laugh with our friends. She was like, "Man, I was so nervous for you because, I, you know, I wanted you to do good. I didn't know how you do. I never see you study." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've heard you say this before. She's yeah. like, I've never seen <laughs> yeah. you study. And I, I would say, because when I'm with you, I'm with you. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, Yeah. That's cool. I, I know how to follow Jesus, read the Bible on my own. You, right. don't, you know, yeah. like, I don't do this for show. Yeah. Aww. Trust me, me and God good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> when I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah. That's good. I'm, I'm That's about to be studying for sermon. When yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I, I really like the advice you gave me, Sean, like, like I think it's cool to do it at the same time, but but you may not be doing the same thing. It's not like right, right. like yeah, y'all can hang out and get in the word, but you're kind of like like you're still pursuing your individual relationship with God. Yeah. Um, and and something you brought up earlier that that you and Nikki kind of like you have different desires for God's word. They're both a desire. Um, because one of the things that um I brought up in the conference that we were at was that like even now that Summer and I are married, like we still have our individual relationship mm-hmm. with God. Like mm-hmm. there's ways that I like to connect with God. Um, and di- that's different than the way she does. And and so I think when you continue to pursue your personal relationship with God, um, that still goes into the context of marriage. Uh, but then you, you know, dive a little deeper into the spiritual intimacy once you pursue a marriage relationship. Um, and, and so, yeah, my, my so kind of to summarize a lot of that content uh, is just be real slow with it. I, I think there's some sort of like, um, I don't know, like this, this weird thing that that young christian couples want to have that they want to show that they are like like spiritually mature young together. christian power couple. uh so just be just be very careful with that uh but i i do think you can get to it at some point in my opinion yes. and, and and you brought it up a little bit like like now you're having conversations like okay like we're we're you know defining this relationship it's it's not something that's casual we think it might be a little bit committed and, and so like the next question i have is like like when is it okay to then start pursuing a little bit of spiritual spins together. And I think once you kind of realize like this relationship might be going somewhere, uh, that doesn't mean, all right, next day we know we're right. doing this or that. 
but I, I do then think you start praying about your relationship in a little bit deeper level. And, and I would recommend praying separately about like maybe mm-hmm. not praying together yet. Um, and, and so kind of your thoughts on this, on, on when is it okay to, to maybe start introducing some spiritual disciplines into a dating relationship? When you engage. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Because yeah. I would even get more specific because you're saying – well, when when you feel like it could be getting a little bit more serious, but mm-hmm. you're still you're still dating. If the right. guy hasn't committed to, you know, you y'all can talk about it all day because there's couples that will talk about it for years mm-hmm. and then they never get engaged. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it. I think when you are engaged and, and you're to working right toward yeah. marriage, too, because you could be engaged and not really doing a whole lot to work toward marriage either mm-hmm. Um, to like you said earlier, like participate in becoming one flesh before it's that time um but yeah i would i would say um well for what me and ben did just as an experience but shout out to um, ben shout out to ben Mm. uh first episode 24 shout out ben um we still we still didn't read the bible together we we've never done that actually like we i don't think we've ever read a book of the bible together but we have at the same time done our own quiet time and in our engagement, we read other books mm-hmm. together. We read Outdated, and then we would, you know, read it and then talk about it. We would read on Shout our own JP. time, talk about it. Shout out to JP. What did he say in this book? We would also we also read Loveology, which was yeah. it was really good. Love um, that one. But we were <laughs> engaged. JMC, shout out JMC. Uh Outdated is good. Uh, what did JP say? A about lot of good practical intimacy. things. Um uh, so, so his. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Read um. I mean, I don't want to get into a lot of my thoughts on the book, but um. I, I feel like so much of his uh his um advice is like you're a Christian, she's a Christian, you know, get married, and so it's like I mean, like slow down a little bit. Uh, it just felt very like rushed, like 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 that is your compatibility is you're a guy, you're a girl, you're both Christians, and so yeah. Now, Doctor Darius Daniel so. says this, and I agree with this. He says um. He says, don't marry a person who shares your faith, but not your values. Mm. And this is why I was saying, you know, um, trying to force fit spiritual disciplines with somebody that don't value, like that's, I think you're setting yourself up, Mm -hmm. you know? And so a person will show you what they value, you know? Which is why you investigate. Yeah, dating is a time for investigation. Not intimacy. Mm-hmm. Now I do say connect four, um, and uh, in my dating rules, and part of that, like you can see, when as you as you be begin making connections, you can see, you know, whether or not you and another person are going to be kind of on the same spiritual wavelength. Mm-hmm. Like um, now, I, I will say this: one thing Nikki and I did do is we we did fast together. Mm. Even while we were dating, um, it was in the context of our church community, though. Right, like you see what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, yeah, you know, we were trying to, you know, sure do that together. We fasted together. We were dating, but at the same time, our church community was engaged in it. Yeah, so that's that's a spiritual mm-hmm. discipline that I believe you can pursue together, mm-hmm. which is community of other Christians. Yeah, that's the one that I would practice yeah. um, more than any other, other yeah one thing that summer and i did and same thing in the context of a, of a church setting um is we went on a mission trip together when we were dating and and i want to say it was before we were engaged um if i remember correctly 
Um, but that was great because then you got you get to see how well, we also worked as effort together too. Yeah. But you get to see how you That's respond toward I know <laughs> towards other people. Like yeah, what do you how do you work in a group setting? And and it's like, well, if I'm not reading the Bible with this person, like how do I really get to know them like in a spiritual way? It's like. Well, if they're pursuing Jesus, they're allowing the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to work in their lives, then you're going to see the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. then it's like as you're... Like you didn't make Summer go on that mission it. trip and she yeah. didn't make it. Yeah, like you're, ideally, you're, if they're pursuing Jesus, you're going to see that. And so mm-hmm. uh, so then you see how they respond when you know you take control uh, of the radio and things like that um, and, and see how they respond in certain aspects of the relationship and, and the fruit of the Spirit ought to come out. Uh, but, but one of the things that kind of came up, um, you know, you kind of asked like, what was the vibe of the, of the Q&A? Um, and you kind of alluded this a little bit, but th- that spiritual bonding um, is is you become like the person's um, like mentor almost as well. And, and I think that can be a little dangerous. And so the advice I would give there um, is is encourage your dating partner to find a same gender mm-hmm. spiritual mentor. Yeah, it ain't you. That can be the one to yeah. then read the Bible with them, to pray mm-hmm. with them and things like that. Like it doesn't have to be you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and even when you're married, you still need that Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, cause then you, it just puts so much pressure on yourself that you want to just like, like put that burden or help someone else carry that burden, um, as well versus like, you feel like you have to yeah, be cause every time y'all together, this. y'all not going to be talking about the Bible. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, one of the things that we forget and I, I'm not trying to get too deep though, but like when people get married and this is scripture your focus will shift from being focused, you know, primarily on the things of God uh, to focus on your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it right. like it is a very different uh, focus. And mm-hmm. I, I, the apostle Paul, he, he lets right. us know this. This is why he says, Hey, I wish all y'all were like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause Paul's like, you know what? I can be, I can be shipwrecked. Mm-hmm. For the God, I can go out and mm-hmm. and you know do this for the gospel. I can get stoned for the gospel. I can go place to place. Can for you the clarify gospel. what you mean by stoned? I, oh yeah, that's very good. <laughs> oh Getting my rocks goodness. thrown upside your head. Right. Yeah, not not four twenty stone in <laughs> Jesus' name. This is this is physically physically being pelted with rocks. Okay. So Paul is like, I can do all of this. Married people, you got to right. think twice 100%. before you do all of this. Right. And so, you and, know, and so, another question that we're not going to talk about today, but earlier you asked, uh, what are some questions that came up? That this one just came to mind is is how do you pursue your passions and dreams within the context of marriage? Like before you got married, you had this dream to, to do this, to to be a writer, to be mm-hmm. an you know actor, something. We like got to do an episode on that. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a great one yeah. uh, of what does that look like of of having your passion and dreams, but but now within the context of marriage. That's I, I such think a good be question. A great, a great yeah. topic. They'll add on. Um, and, and so, yeah, just some last advice here. Like like we alluded to a little bit, um, like some things that might be okay to do uh, when it comes to spiritual disciplines in a dating context. In my opinion, I think the timing is what's most important. Uh, are, are you engaged already? Like is that a reality? And even then I still think you still kind of slow, like still be slow in that and allow your pastor to speak into that as they do marriage counseling mm-hmm. and those sort of things. Um, but yeah, some, some advice on, on someone who's maybe feeling the wanting to want to, pursue spiritual intimacy with someone that they're dating um and what are some things that that might be some some good practices to go after right now mind your business (laughs) (laughs) what i mean by that is this you know their relationship with god is not your relationship with Mm -hmm. god Mm -hmm. pursue your relationship with god Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
I love what you said, Isha, you know, the the tethering together of our spiritual disciplines, our Bible reading, our, you know, don't let the other person's lack of or, you know, drive, of, you know, uh, force you to compare or to discourage you, mm. you know, um, mind your business, pursue your relationship with God. Right. Mm. Um, another thing I will say is, uh, you know, actively and and often just share what God is doing in mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you and the person you're dating are, are kind of on the same spiritual wavelength, um, what God is doing in your life as God works in their life, then then guess what God knows how to do? Right. Bring, Bring it, it together. together. And mm-hmm. what makes me think of that is Mary and Joseph. Yeah. Right? Mary gets a word from God that she is uh, pregnant with the son of God. She has been overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and she has conceived. Well, she shares that with Joseph and what is Joseph getting ready to do? Mm-hmm. Well, he wants to divorce her quietly, put her away yeah. secretly. He don't want to trap, but he want to put her away secretly. Well, I, you know, this is crazy, Mary. Right. You know, w- w- some people are like, oh, they're not on the same spiritual wavelength. I, I, I. Mm-hmm. She shared what God was doing in her life and what mm-hmm. happened? God stepped into his life and said, hey, man, mm-hmm. don't put her away. Right. Yeah. She's my daughter. You my son. This is this is a good thing. And Joseph, guess what? Your life is a part of this, too, because you from Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. So he got to be born in Bethlehem. You, you see right. all that connection? God worked that thing out. Mm-hmm. They weren't in there praying. You know what I mean? They were, <laughs> like Joseph wasn't like, oh, you know. Right. And Mary wasn't like, oh, you better fast. You better... You better, you better take me. Don't put. <laughs> she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was she shared what God was doing in her life. I, th- I think God was able to reach Joseph because Joseph also mm-hmm. had right. yes. a relationship with yeah. God. So that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. That's good. yeah. I like that because I was, I was gonna give some advice and clarity to, I guess, the women that, you know, struggled with what we had talked about earlier about, you know, initiating or or wanting to push a little bit and and be led. Um, is I like that you said, um, uh, well, I like that Danny had said, you know, to slow down, to mm-hmm. be, be slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also say, you know, okay, here's some very small things to ease that, that, um, enthusiasm that okay. you have, like you're saying, ask, what, what are you reading? You could ask that, you know, mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. what are you reading or what is God teaching you this week? And if the joke would get annoyed by you asking that, yeah. that that's that show you. You something. can talk about that. Red flag. <laughs> yeah, red flag. And and you're you're not you're not asking them like, hey, did you read today? Right. You're you're wanting to know what God is teaching them, and you'll find out a lot from their responses in that. Um, you can also um, share prayer requests that they'll pray on their own time mm. if you're saying hey god has spoken this over me i'm really not sure what i'm supposed to do with it and it does involve both of us because we're in a dating relationship could you pray over this you know and and we don't have to get together in the dark room and and pray together right. you should you date you don't get in no dark room anyway in that moment, you 
what a girl should do in that moment uh is also encouraged like like have you asked any of your spiritual brothers to pray for this too yes like are you only asking me to pray for this because that's a lot of burden on on the girl or vice versa but but like are you getting other people involved in this too like hey have you talked to so and so like you trust that person like be sure they're praying too and it goes both ways 100 percent. yeah and so um, that's some good that that was good yeah and i would summarize that like be curious about the person that you're seeking after, like be curious about their relationship with God. But like you said earlier, like, but don't control it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like curiosity can go a long way of getting to know where, where someone is at spiritually uh, and then helping guiding them in that a little bit, just to practice a little bit of level of accountability, um, but getting other people involved in that process mm-hmm. as well. Um, advice I would say is, is I think uh, one of the, especially if you meet someone in church, which, you know, prayerfully that happens, but then that gets a little awkward when it doesn't work out. Uh, I know that you and Megan are going to talk about that in another conversation. Oh, later y'all going to talk about that? Um, really? But if 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 you're serving in the church together, um, I would say this, like like you said, like pursue your individual relationship with God. Uh, maybe you serve in the church together, but you're not serving in the same ministry together. Just because you start dating doesn't mean now you have to serve in the same <laughs> yeah. ministry together. Absolutely. Right? Follow each other around. Uh, yeah, like, like just keep doing what God's calling you to do. Um, you don't have to like now you're like you're that power couple doing everything together. Um, and so, and give each other some space to, to allow God to keep growing mm-hmm. your relationship, um, you know, in that way as well. Um, and then as you get more deeper into a relationship, you get engaged, you start adding more things into that, uh, which can lead to very beautiful things. So, um, so yeah, uh, spiritual intimacy, man, this is a, That's a great yeah. episode. This is a cool, it's yeah. a great topic that I think is, is huge for, um, you know, people who are serious about Jesus, but also desiring to find that significant other. And so, Hey, you um, getting ready to speak somewhere, maybe, yes. maybe a park. A podcast listener wants to join you where you're speaking. In Houston, Texas, uh, I'll I'll be uh, at a church called Bear Creek Church uh, Student Conference. It's going to be a great time. There we go. Yeah, pump for that. Podcast listeners, paper room listeners, go meet Danny. Houston, Take him to lunch. Take me for coffee. Coffee, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But paper room, love you guys so much. Thank you for hanging out. It's episode 38. Uh, talking about dating Uh, we'll be hitting this topic a good amount uh, over the next couple episodes and on Tuesday nights if you guys are hanging out in the area and so love y'all so much see y'all next time see you later